Welcome to Built in Texas and happy Monday, y'all. This week, we're introducing you to two Texas women behind a new project, Color Catalog. Tune in for a fun convo on all things color, style, design, and the crucial role creativity plays in our personal and professional lives. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. I love your intro, Jasmine. You have me totally jazzed up. Yeah, oh, thanks so much. Yeah, good job of this. I loved your interview with the South by Southwest head of brand. She was oh. so inspiring, and the way they pivoted was so cool. So keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Yes. Oh, thanks so much for the love, and I'm so excited to have you all too. And and go. I instead of reading the bios, what I always love to do is just invite you all to tell us briefly about who you are, what you do, and then answer a really critical, important question: sushi or Tex-Mex? I'll start with you, Laura. Oh, I, I, I throw everything into a tortilla three times a week. Come on, how do you think I survive as a mom? So Tex-Mex 100%. You can take the girl out of Texas, but you can't take the tacos out of my cold, dead hands. Don't try. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll let Nicole answer that one. Okay, oh, that's tough. I mean, I love sushi, but I, I'm a taco girl at heart. You know, like that is just where I live. Everything in a fajita for sure. Tell us a little bit about you. I know you and I are connected through social and we have all these connections with actually have never, well, we, I think we did meet in person like 50 million years ago, but can you share a little bit about what you do and where are you located? Just based on the background, I can tell you're not in Texas. I am not in Texas. Yeah. I just actually moved to uh, Santa Fe last year during COVID. Um, so big move, but I love it here. It's so beautiful. Uh, but I'm an interior designer and a fine artist. I'm working on um, my own wallpaper and textile line called Color Caravan, so not to be confused with Color Caravan. Um, but I am a faux finisher, a muralist. That's where I started my career. I've got a bachelor in fine arts in painting. So um, I really do love all things paint. Like, talk to me about paint. I just love it. Um, and I am a big color fan. So um, this project just really spoke to me when Laura had her brilliant idea. I thought, man, this is so useful. We've got to do this. So um, well, yeah, I love it. It's like you guys went to school together too, right? You kind of go we way back. University of Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, in case there's yeah. any cool. other Jayhawks out there. Um, yeah, Nicole is just a font of knowledge. She is such a brain trust. A font of knowledge? Wait, what? Knowledge. I love that. She is just <laughs> sure? a fountain overflowing with paint goodness. Um, yeah, so I love how she described that. She got her degree in painting, then became a muralist faux finisher, wow. then worked in a show. No, show her, wait, own business refinishing furniture, aka paint expert, because she paint, uh, worked in a showroom. And then now as a second generation interior designer, mom's an interior designer too. Like there's nothing this girl does not know about paint. And I call her all the time. Like this thing behind me, could I have done that without Nicole? I could not have. Did I do it myself? I did. So <laughs> I just thought, you know, this the world needs Nicole's wisdom. <laughs> I don't, oh, awesome. We have so many ideas. And let me back up a little. So I'm a graphic designer. I do mostly environmental graphic design. I had a little specialty in um, event design and installation design, mostly for tech companies here in San Francisco, where I live, uh, before COVID. So with COVID, my event design, you know, for clients like SF MoMA and IBM, 
just kind of got knocked right out from under me. The uh, projects just immediately got canceled. Mm. Um, and I went immediately into homeschool mom mode, which was its own transition. Mm. But, you know, after kind of coming to and kind of figuring out what was what, I still really wanted to do something in the interior space because as an environmental graphic designer, meaning a graphic designer who designs in physical space, I missed it. I love it. And I love talking to Nicole about, okay, how do I do this mural? How do I do this? So all the phone calls I've done to her, um, we hope to do some like Facebook lives where other people can get, I mean, don't you think that'd be so useful, Jasmine, if people could oh. ask? Like I, eggshell or satin? Bring it on. <laughs> well, I, I have like 50 million questions on the shade of black. So yeah, I love oh that. On it, black satin. That would be so fun. I love it. I mean, that. we have to. But anyway, color catalog, you know, in one of my many phone calls about Nicole with Nicole on, you know, yellows or whatever, I realized mm -hmm. that I go a little color cuckoo, like crazy. Maybe, Jasmine, you look like maybe you know what I'm talking about, where you have brushed out six blacks. After twenty, like after like like sleeping with this oh. pillow for a while, and like it'll be an hour <laughs> thinking about one shade. Like literally, the day I'm like, where did the day go? Where did it go? And you're yep. just like, and you're googling to see how does this look in other people's houses? Because I think when you see the real images, Nicole talks about it takes digital search and puts boots on the ground. When you see it in real houses. It's almost like your brain can create a little model of what that color is. That's different from, you know, this guy. Very different from like whatever this is. Your brain can be like, oh, I knew that was going too green. Don't like it, you know, or I know that one's too bright in the sun. So with Color Catalog, we collected real world images of popular paint colors. So every paint color on the site is something that is one of Benjamin Moore's most popular colors. So you know it's going to be a winner. You know, it's not going to go weird yellow, orange color in the sunlight or whatever. You know it's one of the top picks and you see up to 20 images of it and you can click through. We very carefully curated and uh, sourced everything. So you can go back to the blog and see more images of everything so that you can know what it's gonna look like in your home before you, you paint it out. I mean, I, I love that idea. And I think why it's so timely is because this idea of home and, and our spaces over the last, you know, year and some change has been so important. You know, we be, before we started just kind of talking about the quarantine and people were at home and it's like, I really want to create a space that feels like me or a lot of us are working from home now and their work from home situation is cray cray. It is not good. The colors are bad. Lighting is is not good. Um, and so I love this idea because it's really kind of putting your putting it in your own hands. Because for me, I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I've bought paint and it's still sitting in here because if it's the wrong shade, mm -hmm. I just I'm one of those people that if I buy some from Amazon, I don't return it. it. Just it's a closet of stuff here. And I have paint like that too, where mm -hmm. I just didn't know what it looked like. And then it gets here and I'm like, this was a it's a totally different situation. So I love that this is kind of making it. Uh, not necessarily easily, but having kind of more of a dialogue around color, which is cool. Okay, I'm excited to talk to you guys about trends first before we get into like your journeys and, and kind of how you got to Color Catalog. What trends, what's hot right now? Is that a weird question to say what's hot? What What's consistent? Like, what should we be thinking about? Can yeah, totally. So, you know, like every interior designer has their set of go-to colors that they have tried and tested on the wall. Color can change um, by your lighting, by time of day. 
like it can go green, it can go lavender. Um, you know, I think we've all seen the trend of the crisp, bright whites um, has like mm. dominated Instagram. And, and I love a crisp, bright white and contrast, you know, with contrasting your cabinetry maybe with a darker color or a, a green. But what I see now more is a little more moving away from the bright whites and into kind of softer neutrals. You know, like you take a uh, Revere Pewter or, um, you know, like maybe a, a, a just an off gray or a neutral um, and pulling it out of that stark white. And of course we're entering the fall, yeah. But I also see, you know, like, and I love this, is really soft blushes um, paired with a neutral, you know, like you bring in a warm color and it, it just makes it just more energized a little bit, you know, cools create a relaxing space. Warms bring a little more energy to the room, but you can create a really soft, beautiful space with a, a white that's almost a pink. There she goes. Yeah. It's mm. proposal. Benjamin Moore proposal. Right. Ooh, proposal. Right. I think it was um, uh, twenty. Benjamin Moore's twenty nineteen color of the year was first light, yes. and that one mm. is so divine. Like it's just yes. even in so when you when you look at a color deck, right? And I see if I can do this here. Um, the farther down you look in the swatch deck is going to be kind of the base of the color. So if you see, let's just go right here. You know, like if you look down here, your color at different times of day is going to read more towards what this color is. So if you're up here, it's going to read a little more orangey. If you're, let's say, kind of more in this, it's going to go more red. So always, always look towards the bottom of your swatch to see what's gonna happen up here. And that'll help you a lot. And um, always look at it, put a sample on the wall, mm. and look at it morning, noon, and at night with mm. no sunlight on. And you yeah. will be shocked at how the color changes. So there's, there's always ones, again, go to Benjamin Moore's site. They do a really good job of kind of breaking down the psychology of color, mm. but also their, their top, um, colors which we've featured on Color Catalog are tried and tested. Like these are the designer go-tos that they know will work. I, I love that. Lauren, you talk to? Do you see what a font of knowledge she is? Do you he see? He really that? is. That's why I'm just like, font, that was accurate description, Nicole. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay, so I, I love painted ceilings. Can you see here that Ooh. I have my ceiling painted? Is it black? It is an off black. It is called Benjamin Moore Cheating Heart. Oh That's my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to do it. I also love one. There's many great, this almost a navy. It's like a gray charcoal navy. And I live in like a 1995 condo that had not a lot of character when I moved in. And painting the ceiling black helped to have some character. You know, it feels more like a restaurant, like in San Francisco, restaurants have this black ceiling. And it just gives it character. And you know, I went a little nuts. My bathroom, Nicole and I are both Scorpios and we need our bath. Wait, oh my God, I am too. I knew uh, this. What's is your birthday? I, well, what? I'm the beginning, October 24th. Oh my God, 23rd, 24th, 27th. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
I should have sensed the intensity and the, oh the my craziness from you all. Yes, tribe. All right. <laughs> but that's amazing. I love it. So to the, yeah. so we need our baths. We're Scorpios. We need our baths. And I painted yeah. my bathroom ceiling peach, like a strong peach, mm -hmm. and I uplit it. So the whole room has a peach glow. It's my color therapy bathroom. No one is allowed to go in there. It's not my kid's bath. It's my bathroom. <laughs> so for me, the colored ceiling, like I'm seeing a lot of people going back to white walls, but just throwing like, you know, maybe a hunter green up on, which is like the trendy color right now is that blue hunter green. That's so gorgeous. Oh, but yeah. Maybe they're throwing that on the ceiling to make it fresh. But I love, I love the, I don't know if it's onyx or black satin, but whatever's behind you, Jasmine is so gorgeous. I don't even know. Like, this is why I need the education here because I literally mm -hmm. just pick it from sight. Yeah. And why did you all decide now to, to do color catalogs? Um, it sounds like you both respectively have really cool stuff happening professionally already. You're kind of doing the stuff you love to do. Or were you looking to maybe expand and kind of tap into your entrepreneurial uh, selves? Or why now for color catalogs? We needed it for ourselves. Well, and the decks were cleared with COVID. You know, we had, we're too busy on other projects. Yes. This, you know what I mean? But well, yeah. There are a million whites. There are, and they are just like a hair close to each other. So, you know, how do you know? And, and that, when I bought my first house, I put 15 grays on the wall because what? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I'm that person. And, and I just sat there for a week and, and looked at it again, morning, noon, and night, and finally ended up picking one, thank God. But, you know, it's a big decision. It's a lot of time. There's yes. a lot of effort in there, and it can be expensive if you don't do it yourself. So it, it is a big commitment. And, like, I needed it. I want to see these colors in real-life projects. I've been the interior designer that needs a good picture of Chantilly lace to show my client, right? Mm. And you can spend so much time trying to hunt down a good photo. Um, so we really just wanted to put it all in one place, not just for like the professional, but for the person who wants to redo their laundry room, you know, so that they don't have to go through the 15 grades that I went through. And I just don't think people even understand, they underestimate that too. It's kind of like when, um, and I, my professional background's in marketing or whatever. And they're like, Jasmine, I need a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I'm like, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's probably the same way when someone would come to an interior designer or an artist and say, I want this. It's like where you are, basically where you're trying to go. It's a little bit of distance there too. So I like that this feels very, almost kind of like you've got a guide or almost a friend there with you now, kind of moving forward in this process. But also it's actually exciting just to start exploring. One of the fun things, I was talking to a young lady, she's in a, a tiny town. I can't even think the name of it, unless it's 2,000 people in it. And she tunes in every week. Um, her name is Sarah. And she was just telling me she's created this podcast and she's got like 20,000 followers. I'm like, how are you doing this? You know, she goes, I literally just live on social channels. I'm constantly looking for knowledge because we just don't have access to that. So I love the fact that this is kind of, I think we've heard this word democratizing this whole process of design and color, right? It's making it kind of open. We can talk about, I don't have to be an interior designer to talk about color and to know about color too. What's next, Laura? And you can chime in too, Nicole. I know it's still new. You guys are still kind of feeling it out and develop it. But in your mind, if you guys were like 
on a beach fantasizing you're like doing your demo mm-hmm. louise let's keep going girl with this like what oh, do you yeah. see it what do you see happening with it oh i love that question thank you so much jasmine well one thing that i think is unique about color catalog you know maybe it just seems like oh it's a oh it's a little site where it shows um photos so you don't have to search them out yourself. Someone went and looked in every corner of the internet for, you know, electric orange or whatever, right? And yes, it's that. But what I think is interesting is it's evergreen content that will be useful for decades. And you never see that on the internet. Being here in San Francisco, I've had several like tech guys ask me, so did you build a scraper? Like, how did you do this? And it's like, no, I didn't build a scraper. It has to actually be electric orange or the whole thing is useless. Yes. We did a Scorpio statement too, Laura, by the way. (laughs) The detective. We are the detectives of the Zodiac and we found electric orange and we know it's electric orange. Don't lie to me, electric orange. (laughs) (laughs) That's serious. (laughs) Well, I think it's the fact that it's something you can trust. And I I don't know about you, Laura, but now we can spot it, you know, like from doing all the color searching ourselves, yeah. that yeah. is like in our brains forever. So that's why now I don't think we can go anywhere without Mm-mm. saying, okay, what is that? Million dollar red, yes. Yeah, totally. How to use and you know, what does it look like? And is that actually the color? Because if you can't say the color is specifically that, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's a trust factor. So we really, yeah. really did our due diligence to make sure and hunt down that that is Chantilly Lace, that is Hunter Green, you know, and, and now that is in my bones. And the reason we could afford to spend that time is because this website is meant to last Yeah, yeah, a long time. It might be relevant, you know, decades, maybe, I don't know, as long as Benjamin Moore's around, you know? And yeah. so when you ask, I love your question about what we're thinking about next. What I think is really interesting is the content is evergreen, use, evergreen, useful, accessible, and curated. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much rich territory there. And I don't want to give away too much because we're actually really super excited. But I think okay. we want to be extremely useful. We want to be really helpful to people interested in design and make their lives easier. Be a reference, an evergreen reference. So we just could not be more excited about our next steps. And we've been really happy. Um, again, I'm in San Francisco and I've had some folks from the shelter magazines here reach out. And, you know, I think things are in the works. We just launched like eight days ago. So I know and literally the second Nicole posted, I was like, cause I, I, because I've been um, an entrepreneur for a long time. And also I've just yeah. been in depth with women starting businesses, either just as a shopper, an investor, a supporter, a hey girl, keep going. I've seen so many of them. And so I, the ideas just hit me. And I was like, as soon as she posted, I was like, that's actually could be really big, a huge, big idea. And I was like, and she's from Texas. Uh, yeah, I'm sending Nicole a DM. I'm all up in her DMs too. And then Laura, uh, Christina from her team was like, oh, Laura's from Texas too. I was like, shut the front door. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk to you all too, because we only have a little bit more time, a little time left. You both aren't in Texas. One of the interesting things about the Texas we're in now, and it's something that we use, we refer to as the new Texas. And it's basically like we, we know our history here. We know what the challenges, but we also know the opportunities and the promise, promise here. And a lot of that is because of the women. But the women here are this really funky, cool, eclectic mix of 
those that have been born and raised here like I have, but I've lived in Ohio where my mom's from, or lots of transplants. But we also have women who were born and raised here, have gone out and done cool stuff, but still have some ties here. Um, so being a Texan, Texan and Texas woman is different. And we have to kind of that, that definition, what that means has to continue to evolve. I don't even have any cowboy boots, but I kind of want some now, y'all. I, I kind of do just because I think they're cute now, not because I'm Texan. I just think it'd be kind of fun to have it. But what does it mean to be a Texas woman? So I'd love for y'all to tell us a little bit about, you know, what what is, and if you were to describe Texas in three words, like, and it could be the good, bad, or ugly, y'all. Keep it real. I've already cursed this already this morning, so we're good to go. But like, what, what does it mean to be Texas for you? What are your thoughts on kind of on, on being transplants to other cities? Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Nicole, I'd love for you, for you to share. Yeah. So uh, I also don't own a pair of cowboy boots or a cowboy hat. But now you're in Santa Fe, though. It feels like you definitely need some now, right? I do. Now that I'm out of state, I'm like, I need to represent. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm born and raised in Dallas, and um, I will always love my Texas heritage. We are strong, strong women from here. So, you know, uh, Texas is surprisingly multicultural, mm -hmm. um, which a lot of people don't, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes around mm -hmm. Texas, you know, so I have to give us cred for being um, very multicultural. And, you know, we are a political hotbed. Um, we, we dominate the scene, good and bad. And, uh, you know, it's just hot. It's very hot there. <laughs> I have to say, I really enjoy Santa Fe. <laughs> We've had the coolest wet. We've had a, a cold front girl of like 90. Nicole, you're missing out. <laughs> it's like 84 outside. Right now. Oh, okay. I have to come visit you. I have to come visit. <laughs> Laura, what about you? What's how? What's Texas mean to you? Represent good, bad, yeah. or thoughts? I love this question. I uh, I think big, bold, and beautiful would be my words for Texas. Um, and I think about Texas women and how they how they uh, live that and express that. And one of my favorite Texas women who I would just absolutely love to see you interview, Jasmine, is Liz Lambert. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Uh, started Hotel San Jose in Austin. She started, is it the Thunderbird in Marfa and then El Cosmico in Marfa and then Hotel St. Cecilia in Austin. She would be incredible. And then she just started one in Houston. And she's the kind of person, one, she transforms spaces, which makes her a hero to Nicole and I. Yes. And two, everything she touches turns to gold. And, you know, she is a community builder, Jasmine, you know, like you too. And um, I just, and she's bold and amazing. So I would, yeah. I think big, bold, and beautiful, and I think of someone like Liz Lambert. Oh, I love her, and I, I think I've seen her name before, but I didn't know everything that was attributed to her. I mean, she sounds mm -hmm. incredible. So yeah, of course, now I'll let the stalking will commence. Thank you, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> and let me put in professional stalking to y'all because I had a girlfriend <laughs> my tune, and she goes, "You shouldn't say that." So let me let me clarify. It's professional mm -hmm. stalking, like very happy, only nine to five stalking, not late at night. Tokyo detective work. That you guys understand the situation. Yeah. We stalk and look at everything. Oh, we have to know. Doing your due diligence. That's all it is. Nicole, about you, is there a woman, Texas woman, um, famous, not famous here from history yes. that inspires you or you feel like you've got kindred spirit too? Absolutely. You know, I mean, other than my mom, 
mom and my sister, who are the two strongest Texas ladies I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the privilege to work with several Texas interior designers. Um, Laura Lee Clark, she's got a showroom down in the design district. She is such a powerhouse, um, such a refined style, able to take a room and just elevate it um, and to real elegance. And I just so admire her work. And um, Sue Long of SB Long Interiors, uh, she's actually... A Connecticut base, but moved to Texas, so I'm going to count her. But she has totally. such a great style, and just the work that goes into these projects and the hours that these women put in, in real thought. You know, this stuff does not happen overnight, mm-hmm. and um, I just really respect their work ethic. Uh, it is hard to be a woman on a construction site. Oh, I bet. You've got to stand up for yourself, and you've got to say, "No, I want it this way." and um, put in the work to get the correct details. So I I really respect all Texas women designers in particular. Um, Kara Legago, she is so talented. Oh, Kara's amazing. So great to interview. Love her work. She is um, just hilarious first off. But I see her on Instagram every day, putting in the work and doing the construction sites and the drawings and everything that goes into it. So I, I just have to say, Texas female designers are a whole category of themselves. Oh, that's, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I have met a lot of them, but it's just scratching the surface. And if we start thinking about this entire state as a whole, there's probably an incredible one in Garland. There's one in Denton. Like that's really kind of what keeps me up at night, but also from excitement too, is that A, it's just, there's so many incredible women here. And I know when you're starting anything new or, or looking to like reach out, you, we have everything we need with each other. It's like one of these ideas, like there's a woman right now, designer in, in El Paso that could use support and connection. She just has no idea who's out there. And so that's really what's exciting is that even though you two aren't here, you're still so connected. And, and now we all have connections too to where you are as well. So we're about out of time. This always goes by so fast. I wanted to kind of let you all share your final thoughts. Also, what's the best way for everyone to find Color Catalog? And then what can we as a community of women, specifically Texas women, do to support you all on this this new journey? Oh, well, I mean, share. Share our, we're on Instagram. Go to colorcatalog.net, look around. There's so much good stuff there to to look at and get ideas bubbling um share projects send them to us tell us what color you use what worked what didn't work Mm -hmm. Uh, we're playing around with a hashtag um, called color mistakes or color mishaps Mm -hmm. because i think there's equal value in seeing what doesn't work as as well as what Mm -hmm. does work so you know spread the word and um send us send us projects we love sharing and you mm-hmm. got your Instagram. Is that the main social channel for us all to connect with you on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's at color underscore catalog or just put in color catalog and it'll come up in oh. colorcatalog.net, just the echo Nicole. And yeah, we'd love for you guys. We just want to be of service and help designers and design enthusiasts have an easier time. So please help us spread the word and make this useful website get out there. Cool. And then finally, final thoughts on color. Anything inspirational you guys want to share with us about color, being creative with it, or any kind of final thoughts on that? Ooh, Nicole, I think you should just run through a little color therapy. Like just quick, like one sentence, quick thoughts on each color and what oh, the energy oh, brings. Oh, I'm on the spot. Thanks, Laura. No, 
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try something. You know, mm -hmm. you can keep your, your clean, crisp walls and do an accent wall, you know, mm -hmm. and then it's maybe not such a big commitment. Or, or pick a small space, pick a small bathroom or a laundry room or your ceiling, although ceilings are a lot of work to paint. Um, but don't be afraid. Just just go for it. And um, again, take take your color deck and look at the very bottom. Always do a, a test swatch on the wall and look at it at different times of day. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. So, um, you know, and again, warm colors brings energy. It opens up the space. Cool colors make it relaxing. They can, you know, darker colors kind of close up the space a little bit. So if you have a small space, use a lighter color. It'll make it open. If you want to create a more intimate space, use a deeper color. Mm. That, what about if we want people to think we're a badass when they come to our house? What color would that be? You nailed it, Jasmine. You don't need to ask us. <laughs> you got it. Okay, cool. I shouldn't go like bright pink or red. You know, I see a lot of um, kind of deeper purples, kind of aubergine colors where it's got mm. a little red in the purple. Yes. That's really hot. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to, I want a little bit of color, but I love black. I just, mm -hmm. I don't know why it just makes me feel very kind of powerful, but also relaxing for me too. It's and it's timeless, I think. Yeah. For the sure. Timeless. Well, thank you ladies. This was so exciting. I, I, I'm excited for us to start talking more about just design and style, because as you shared earlier, Nicole, we just have so many incredible designers, not just here, but around the country. So excited that this is kind of our first conversation on it. And so thrilled for y'all on this journey. Um, I, I really do see something really big coming with you guys. You guys are, sorry if my mom says ladies, I shouldn't say you guys, <laughs> you ladies. So I, it's going to be fun to watch your journey and I can't wait to follow along too. So thank you both for joining us and thank you all for, for joining us today. On so have a great rest of your week and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye. Thank you,